Welcome to Visiting Professors. This is medical oncologist, Dr. Neil Love. We asked breast cancer clinical investigator, Dr. Hai Muss, to make a special breast cancer CME rounds with medical oncologist, Dr. Alan Friedman, whose practice is in Snellville, Georgia, near Atlanta. And afterwards, these physicians met with me to discuss this experience. To begin, Dr. Freeman discussed the 52-year-old perimenopausal woman they saw with a screen-detected 1.1 centimeter grade 3 ERPR positive node-negative infiltrating ductal cancer. The HER2 assay was reported as 3-plus by immunohistochemistry. At the time I saw her, I felt that she would be a good candidate for the BETH trial that we were participating in. And we had a long conversation, and she said that she would like to participate. So we got everything together and even had a port put in. And the tissue was sent for central review as part of the protocol. And they contacted us and said, she's not eligible because she had a negative fish. So I called her back, and I said, I'm afraid we have an issue here. We redid her fish in our hospital, and she indeed had a negative fish. So I told her, you know, it's possible that you may not need any chemotherapy at all. Let's do an oncotype. We did the oncotype, and it came back 17. And so at that point, we talked about the implications for that and the possibility that she could get by with just tamoxifen as hormonal therapy rather than chemotherapy and biologics. And she was agreeable to that, and that's where we are right now. She had her radiation, she's on tamoxifen, and doing very well. And I'm just kind of curious, what's her background? What kind of work does she do? And how did she respond to this kind of discrepancy in the testing? Well, the work that she does is that she works for a large department store right near my office. Her job is actually changing the prices on items as the price changes. And we talked about this, and she was very much prepared for chemotherapy. She had steeled herself in order to take treatment. But I think she was quite relieved when we said that we weren't going to pursue the chemotherapy approach. So, hi, maybe you can chat a little bit about your impressions of this case, and particularly the Kind of alarming story about the HER2 positivity going away. Yeah, I think one of the special things about this patient was she seemed to be very comfortable with her decision because Alan had had a port put in. She was ready to go. I mean, she was in the clinic ready to go. And it's almost like a reprieve from incarceration that she's now told that it would be reasonable to treat her without chemotherapy. And I agree with Alan. She was very comfortable with the decision. She had apparently had a good support system of friends and knew other people who had been on chemotherapy and seemed very relieved. And what was interesting to me, this is like not what we think of as a spinoff on a clinical trial, usually. So in this sense, the trial, by retesting her specimen, may have saved her the need for chemotherapy. What about the fact that the tumor was read as being IHC3+. plus? I don't know if you looked high in terms of who did the test, and do you think it was a false positive, or how do you explain it? 
Alan may be able to speak more to that, but it was done by his pathologist at the hospital, someone he has a lot of confidence in. And, you know, I think we've seen this in national trials and some of the large trastuzumab trials of NSABP, the intergroup trial, where the central labs have differing numbers. And in fact, with all the dispute of the potential benefit for trastuzumab, perhaps even in HER2 negative patients, the NSABP now has a large randomized trial underway looking at the use of trastuzumab in patients who aren't classically HER2 positive. So I think the pathologists seem to have done due diligence here. And I don't think this is a rare event at all. When you talk to people or go to conferences and hear stories about patients. So just to clarify, though, she initially just had the IHC done, not the fish. Is that correct? That's correct. So, Which is very typical of you know, what right. normally happens in practice. That's right. correct. And in fact, when we did the Oncotype DX, we got a third HER2 assay, and that also was negative. So she clearly has one outlier here in the 3-plus IHC, but I think 3 beats 1. Hi, you know, there have been people, Dennis Slayman's one of them, who've claimed that really the only HER2 testing that should be done is fish. What are your thoughts about that? Well, if you had to pick one of the two assays, it's a better assay. But I suspect most of the testing now in the U.S., I'm not certain of this, is probably still by IHC and the Hercep test. And I would say that this patient would be on chemotherapy in most places because I don't think it's a standard of care at all to recheck an IHC 3+. I also think that fish testing isn't perfect when you drill down into it. There are issues with how many 17 chromosome arms are abnormal, what's the centromere ratio. In fact, I just heard a terrific overview of this by Mark Pegram, and it gets very, very complicated. So although fish may be a better assay overall, I don't see a problem of IHC 3+, which is probably being used by many of us, including we at UNC, do the Hercept test. If it's a 3+, we treat the patient. We don't do fish. So one more question. I'm just kind of curious, Alan. So when you concluded that she had a HER2 negative tumor, or now you're in a more typical node negative, ER positive situation, oncotype kind of situation, when you sent that test off, what were you thinking you were going to specifically recommend, first of all, if she had a high recurrence score, and second of all, if she had an intermediate score in the mid-range, for example, would you have given her chemo and what kind? If she had a high recurrence score, I definitely would have given her chemotherapy. I probably would have given her TC because that is pretty much our standard approach for the node negative patients. If she had an intermediate score, then I can't remember if the Taylor X trial was still open at that point, but we have put patients on that study. That's a tough conversation to have with the patient. And I've had patients go both ways. I've had some intermediate recurrence score patients tell me that they wanted everything done and they were willing to take four cycles of TC. And I've had others say, well, I'm not in the high-risk group, so I'm not going to take anything but hormonal therapy. So, hi, that approach that Alan just described is what we found in about three-quarters of oncologists. And I'm curious to know what your general approach would have been in this woman 
But just so you know, the other quarter, what we find is they may give different chemo, whether it's high or intermediate. In other words, they see high, they might give anthracycline taxane. They see intermediate and they want to give chemo, they might go with TC. How do you approach this decision, high and intermediate? And what do you think about this idea of different chemo? Well, I think for the intermediate in this patient, if she was in the intermediate range, you know, she's right on that edge with a recurrent score of 17. But let's say she's more in the middle with a lymphovascular invasion positive tumor and a high grade, I would have probably leaned to recommending chemotherapy on this patient, but I wouldn't have given her trastuzumab in view of the fish being negative on both the oncotype assay, which I think is maybe not the best way to do it, but there is some validation. But with the fish checked twice now on two different samples, I would have leaned to chemotherapy. And I generally give these patients TC chemotherapy in the middle. I think if they had a very high score, it wouldn't be unreasonable to take those numbers and look at some of the proportional reductions like you get with dose-dense chemotherapy versus TC chemotherapy and maybe be a little bit more aggressive with a very high score. But in general, I've probably, for patients that I send in the Oncotype assay on, are patients who are generally the node-negative patients, and I've leaned toward probably giving most of those patients TC when they're intermediate to high if they're getting chemotherapy. 